Welcome to Weishi Radio on 91.8 Hayes FM, your local radio and worldwide podcast that's interactive through Facebook Lives and special guests. Join Nicola Chan each week as she helps you with your body image, mindset, fitness and health to feel confident and find your true potential. Well, hello there and welcome to the podcast. Today is Blue Monday and so I thought I would talk to you a little bit about mental health. So Blue Monday is the name given to a day in January, typically the third Monday of the month, and it is considered the most depressing day of the year. The concept was originally coined in 2004 by psychologist Cliff Arnold, and he came up with this formula for the January blues after he was asked to do so by a travel company, who then used this phrase in a press release to promote their winter deals. This is pseudoscience. The reason that most people think Blue Monday is true is because this third Monday in January the weather is terrible, the highs of Christmas are replaced by the lows of credit card bills and the days just seem way too short. But whatever the case, I want to use this Blue Monday as an opportunity to speak to you about mental health. I feel it is time to talk to you about mental health because I have been hearing it a lot through conversations I've been having with friends, family and clients. And we are As a fact, in the middle of a pandemic, we in the UK are now in our third lockdown and we have had almost a year now of restrictions. We have had fear-mongering on social media, conflicting news and advice and opinions from experts. We have been stuck at home, homeschooling, working from home, or worse, lost our entire careers or lost friends and family members to illness and death. Whatever your thoughts and opinions are on the coronavirus, by the way, I'm not here to discuss that though. I am here to discuss the parts where we are all united and connected through our struggles and our triumphs and our stresses as we navigate this new norm of spending time at home. So you may be lonely, you may be on your own living at home or you may be wishing you were lonely. You may have a violent partner or an abusive teenager. You may have crying babies or naughty pets. You may have endless bills, juggling of money. You may have lost income streams. You may have had to let go of your ego as you ask for help from the government. And you may have found a new humility and philanthropy within you as you found yourself helping your neighbour to buy her shopping. So we have collectively been through this. We have experienced some tough times throughout 2020 and some amazing times. We have had an opportunity to connect with our children the catching up with family as we are normally too busy to do, and the online classes, quiz nights, gifts sent and received to show people that we care. I am so grateful for all of the positives. I also had the opportunity to care for and shield my dad post heart surgery and spend some time asking him questions about his life and his childhood and actually getting to know a man of very few words. I am grateful for that. Lately though, maybe it is the January blues, Or maybe we just conform to that we're told it when it's January we feel miserable, that we actually are feeling miserable and all of these mental health conversations are coming out. It's becoming apparent that people are feeling blue. Why do we refer to it as blue though? Some say feeling blue comes from the tradition of ships flying blue flags and bearing a painted blue band when a captain or another officer died. 
Another origin of the blues is derived from mysticism involving blue indigo, which was used by many Western African cultures in death and bereavement ceremonies where all the mourners' garments would have been dyed indigo blue to indicate suffering. Now I have blue hair and I consider blue to be a vibrant, positive colour actually. So if you're feeling a little bit down, just know that you're not alone. This is a podcast to be able to connect people. One of my re main reasons, my big why, why I created this podcast and radio shows was because there were times in my life that I had issues and I felt alone. I felt alone within my own head. I couldn't speak them out to anyone. And when I did, I felt that no one related with me and I was basically the only one suffering with whatever it was I was going through. And if I heard that one voice, whether it be on the radio, on a podcast or through reading a book, if I heard that one voice that said, I had what you had and I got through it, that would have really helped me. And I want to be that voice of change for people. I've had it so far where my intention is just to help that one person. And then I've had that one person in a speech I made come up to me and say, I was literally just walking past your speech and I saw the, the pictures on the projector and I heard the things you said and I stopped and I listened to the rest of the speech and you've changed my life. I never thought of it that way. And that speech was actually about body image and body positivity, body dysmorphia, eating disorders, and all of those things are considered mental health. And by being vulnerable, and sharing your experience, especially when mental health is still a taboo and people aren't confident about sharing any negative sides of it. In fact, with this whole world of social media, we always put our best self forward. We put our filtered pictures, our posed and perfected images of ourselves and our lives that is probably becoming harder and harder to own up to having issues. And one thing I found actually was if you're probably thinking, well, I do see people talking about mental health online, they talk about it after. They say, I did have mental health. I did suffer with this, rather than I am suffering with this now. So I believe being vulnerable and sharing your experiences as your true authentic self right here today, right now, somebody else may be feeling less alone, feeling connected in a world where we are all within our four walls right now. This is our platform, our channel to be able to communicate with each other. So this is why I wanted to make this podcast today because I've got little sound bites of people sharing their experience of lockdown. Coming from the fitness industry, I know a lot of people who are into fitness and so a lot of it is gym related, but it does include things that are outside of the gym because ultimately, if you're not a gym goer, you may judge gym goers as people who are just interested in their bodies, how they look, building muscle, um, competing in games, in goals, in shows, etc. But actually we're all the same. So whatever it is that you use for that release to feel driven, to have focus, drive and purpose, whatever it is you use, that's your modality. Um, so just take away the modality and put in gym, you are the same as that other person. And a lot of us do our thing, our creative thing, our goal-driven thing, 
whatever it is that gives us purpose, we do that thing so that we don't suffer mental health. So having the gym taken away has been a massive thing for a lot of people. We had a gym in Uxbridge that I really called my home and I started to get to know a lot of the people in there for who they really are deep down. And a lot of people were suffering with mental health and that was the reason they went to the gym. They may have got into the gym in the beginning because they wanted to change their body and look a certain way, but the benefits that they got kept them there because the body is never lasting. You can't keep up a diet forever. You can't get really lean and show ready and stay like that forever unless you're genetically that way. And so the thing that keeps you there is generally mental health, even if it is your social and emotional, you know, not necessarily combating negative mental health, but just keeping yourself healthy. Because your mind, just like a muscle, needs to be used and needs to continue to be looked at so that if you don't use it, you lose it. That phrase that we talk about with our muscles is the same for your mind. If you don't check in with your mental health, it could slide down into something quite negative, which is why a lot of people, entrepreneurs, coaches, people who talk about mental health, who help each other, generally all of those people, including myself, have been there. That's why we're passionate about it, because we want to help other people because we know how it feels, and we have to check in with ourselves on a daily basis, which is why a lot of us have rituals, like a morning ritual. And if your ritual of going to the gym has been taken away from you, many of us will immediately just transfer that to inside the house, or go in the garden, or go down the beach, if you're lucky enough to live near one, go to the park, just get out in nature and do that ritual, have your exercise. But then what if you've now got homeschooling, and you can't get out first thing in the morning. And then you find that you lose motivation as the day goes by because you haven't had your time first thing in the morning. And now yourself is being spread thinly as you give time to everybody else around you. As I mentioned at the beginning, family, dogs, friends, your neighbors, give, 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 give. And what about you? Because mental health is personal. It's what's going on within you. And we can stay really busy, we can stay in our heads and we can keep giving to all these people and not actually notice our mental health. And that can feel that you're fine and you've not had a trigger or you've not had any tears or anything, any emotions. But that may mean that you're just actually not checking in with yourself. It may mean that you haven't slowed down and taken a moment to just be. So this third lockdown, I also created a meditation group and many of you listening may be aware of the 21-day abundance meditations by Deepak Chopra, which kind of got sent around the world. They were amazing. And for people who never meditated before, they got into that meditation and found a new way of coping. Because being still and being present awakens your parasympathetic nervous system. And that is the system we call rest and digest so you're able to relax and your stress levels decrease when we're in fight or flight we are in our sympathetic nervous system we are activating um, adrenaline we are getting ready for action our energy changes our breathing changes we breathe more into our chest we breathe faster i speak faster i speak more aggressively you can probably hear it in the sound of my voice as i just get into that state as I explain it to you. (sighs) 
let me just take a breath to come back to the parasympathetic nervous system and be in flow with my words. Join me if you like as I inhale and exhale. So I created this meditation group on the back of that 21 day because I had people in it already just to offer something for this third lockdown. A lot of them were mums and I know how hard it is struggling trying to juggle just one child. And I'm fortunate enough just to have one young child at home that I have to homeschool. And I can't imagine how hard it must be to have two, three, even four kids, dogs as well, and then manage working from home. So I thought I would offer some free meditations, just mainly for myself to begin with. And if I give it out to the group, I'll be accountable to offering something and people may be able to join along with me and we can have that connection something that I want to do anyway so I really believe that that place of giving all day long we can be like that cup that's pouring and pouring and pouring and we've got nothing filling us up or you're like a battery that's just draining and draining and draining you need to take a moment just to plug in and get back into you so this is an invitation for you, really, if you've got so far on this podcast, just to check in with yourself. After taking that deep breath, how did you feel? Were you inspired? Did you get some clarity? Did some things resonate with you that I've said so far? Did anything make you feel resistance? I don't feel like that. Sometimes that means you do, but you don't want to allow yourself to feel it. Whenever I get angry or... I think about something too much. I ask myself, why does that bother me so much? Do I need to journal this out? Do I need to have a chat with my partner and like talk it out and just work out why is this thing bothering me so much? Why is this person bothering me so much? What is it about that situation that's giving me resistance or whatever the emotion is? Because it's always a reflection of you. Generally, if we don't like something on someone else, it's because we may also have that trait. And if we do have that trait, how do we want to outwardly be the person that we would like if we were our own friend? And we can lead by example, by being that person now and taking responsibility for ourselves, and maybe our boundaries with the people around us. Because literally, like the law of attraction, the world is attracting and reflecting back to you what you put out. So if you are feeling a bit down... Just know that you're not alone and there are other people also feeling down. But how can we connect and lift each other up? Because there are also people who are feeling up. And can you channel that higher vibration? Know that that energy is always out there and available to you now. Like that moment that you check in and it's good to check in and feel whatever emotions you're feeling because if you don't feel, you can't heal. So feel whatever it is and ask yourself, what can I do about this? If it's something you can't do anything about, maybe you can change your state because you have full responsibility for changing your own state. You can change your state through exercise. And if you can't get out because you're doing homeschooling, do some PE with your kids. Get them walking up and down the stairs. Get them doing star jumps. Do exercise indoors if you don't have a garden. You can go for a walk. So whatever it is, there's always options. It's like a tree with many branches. 
If you want to reach to the top, you've got all of these options available to you, or you can stay stuck. But that's also your choice. And it is okay to stay stuck and to wallow in your emotions for a while. And the time length will be different for everyone. But I know for myself, generally I allow myself a day. I believe with the next sunrise, there's a new opportunity, it's a new day. And if I am feeling a little bit down, it may be hormonal. It may be it's actually out of my control today. I can change my state and I can control the way that I interact with others. I just maybe that day need to give myself a deep breath and tell the people around me, today's one of those days I'm feeling a bit hormonal. Could you please give me a moment to respond to you so that I don't respond from an emotional state, so that I don't fire back with something that I later regret? That I can just give myself that little bit of space between the reaction and my response. So again, that's me being accountable to me. And if I do as a human just react really fast and say something that I do regret, then it's down to me again just to apologise and say, actually, I was feeling a bit emotional today. And then ask myself, what do I need to give myself some self-care? Maybe today's one of those days that I need to do that. Maybe today's one of those days I don't want to look at my phone and look at social media and see everybody's amazing lives because I'm not feeling so great today. And today, if I look at those lives, I'm going to feel worse. So be aware of yourself. Be aware of your triggers, the things that make you feel worse, the things that make you feel good. And change your state so as I mentioned there with exercise, that can change your state. But you can also change your state by putting on some music and dancing around the room. You can change your state by getting in a cold bath. And I promise you, if you get in a cold bath, it doesn't even have to be ice. Especially in January when the water's pretty cold. Fill up that bath with just the cold tap and submerge your body into that bath. And I promise you, when you get out, you're going to feel great. Because whatever it is you're feeling emotionally you're going to be physically in a bit of pain and to relieve that pain you're going to be grateful imagine your room is kind of warm but if you were just to sat there all day long you might feel a bit cold because you don't really notice how warm it is but if you get in a cold bath you're going to come out and that room's going to feel hot you're going to love the feeling of that room you're going to love your clothes on your skin you're going to be grateful to move your body and get that blood flowing again. So give it a go. And these are just tools. And you can use them over a period of time. I did the cold bath therapy for 30 days. And I have to say, I was stronger and more resilient mentally and physically. Because I'm someone that doesn't actually like the cold and I, I get cold hands and feet. I have something called Raynaud's which is a poor circulation in your hands and feet. And therefore, once I get cold, I find it very difficult to warm back up. Um, when I did those cold baths, I was standing outside and it rained and I saw everybody else running for shelter and I was enjoying it. It felt like warm rain to me. It didn't bother me like it normally would. So that, at the beginning where I mentioned, people may feel like, it's the time now, now is the time to feel blue because the weather is rubbish. Who says the weather is rubbish? It's all a matter of perspective. If you've been doing cold baths for 30 days and you get outside and it starts raining, everybody else has been taught to behave and respond to rain as if it's horrible and they run away from it. You may then have a different perspective and think, actually, 
This rain is really pleasurable. And notice the beautiful raindrops dropping on my skin. Awaken your senses. Feel how much more oxygen there is in the air when it rains. Smell the concrete on the floor as the rain lands. You can become really sensory with it and just experience the world in the now, in the present moment and enjoy it for that. But whatever it is you're feeling, whatever tools you've tried or haven't tried, just know that there are people who are there for you. I am here for you. You can make a comment on this podcast. You can follow me and send me a message on social media, Instagram, at Weishi Coaching, Facebook, Nicola Weishi Chan, or Weishi Radio, or Weishi Coaching, formerly Fused or Fit. All the links will be in the show notes. Please stay on this episode and listen to the connection of all the people over the UK. See what resonates and what doesn't. Does anything fire you up, make you angry, make you want to say something? If so, let me know. Maybe you can join me on another episode. I'd love to hear from you. I hope that you found something insightful and helpful on this program today. Have an amazing day. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Reginda from West Drayton. Um, just talking about mental health and fitness and how COVID has impacted my particular life. For three years prior to that, I'd already been uh, with my daughter at home, shielding her from some treatment she'd had for MS. So this extra year and over that has become uh, really hard work for us uh, because we were hoping to be free and mingling with people and then now everybody's shielding with us. So mentally, it's been quite uh, a lot to take on that yet another year. We can't be free to uh, mingle with everybody. But here we can, I've got a dog and I do go out and do, I've tried now. I think I was particularly down last year when it first started because I didn't know what all this lockdown meant and how long we'd be uh, going for it. Uh, but now I've decided that uh, if, if we can't go to gyms, uh, I can do things at home. Uh, Nicola's been great because I can do online um, uh, exercise with her. And uh, I take my dog out and I've started increasing it to try and doing 5k uh, every morning with him if I can. My name is Ruby from London. Recently I don't feel like myself. To be honest, I don't think I ever have, but this is different. The days feel longer, empty and predictable yet everything feels so uncertain at the same time. Time, there's so much time, too much. I try to occupy myself filling this dark void with anything that's in hand's reach. During the day it's food, by evening, wine. I need to feel something different, anything, just not this. Encased in these four walls, I shrink. The nights are the hardest. There's something about the silence that feels heavy, loud, the shadows from the past all fighting to be heard. By morning, I awake with a glimmer of hope before that familiar intruder arrives, reminding me, this is my life now. Then when night falls, my thoughts consume me like a tsunami, overwhelmingly powerful, reckless and relentless, ripping away everything that's in its path. And the shattered pieces of myself become the debris left behind, floating effortlessly with no sense of direction, helpless, powerless like a newborn. Could that be what this is? Am I being reborn?
because recently I don't feel like myself. And if I'm honest, I never have, but this feels different. Hi, this is Jots. Um, I'm one of Nicola's clients. i um, been training with her for quite some time um, from Heathrow um, and sad that she's all the way in Liverpool. Um, but it's been great because we've been able to do some Zoom sessions, um, well, continue our Zoom sessions online. Um, I um, used to care about my body and the way that it looked being a curvy uh, lady. Um, but now I really embrace that um, through the help of Nicola. Um, and have now started powerlifting um, and becoming more body positive um, with her coaching and NLP. Um, I'm really grateful to have um, a gym at home also as well, which is she's been helping me with um, because I have all my weights in the garage and it's been a godsend um, through lockdown. Um, without that, I don't know how I'd be able to cope. Um, and so um, it's been really great because I can do my gym sessions um, in my lunch break. Um, while I'm working from home also as well. So it's been totally amazing. Um, so yeah, I think it's just really, really important to carry on training um, to keep mentally and physically um, fit and healthy. Uh, and it's been working brilliantly. So thanks, Nick, and come down soon. My name's Kerry O'Sullivan. I live in Kent and I'm an energy alignment and tantric embodiment coach. I have to say that since we've gone into these lockdowns, I can't even believe that it's been nearly a year since this all began. And when it first happened, I just threw myself into my work. Um, luckily, I was already an online business, so I was able to just adapt the way that I did things. And I found that for myself, I had the most successful year in business because what I did was needed in the world so that really gave me something to kind of look forward to and to really focus on when it came to the exercise I was a little bit like ah what am I going to do now the gyms are closed and all of that but I've just found that I've adapted I've really enjoyed doing zoom classes online I've still managed to do the same gym class but rather than get up at quarter past five that I was doing I'm now getting up even later so I'm getting more sleep so I feel like my quality of life has actually improved um, and as much as I've had to do stints of homeschooling which I wouldn't wish on anybody I think I've had to just work out where I can find the time for myself and it just means I've had to change things up and it's kept life interesting so overall I feel like it's not been that bad after all Hi, I'm Nikki from Hayes. Um, before lockdown, I used to train a lot with Nicola and I used to love the whole meeting you know, people and going to the gym. Um, even during kind of when lockdown started, I was still training with her um, and it was a happy time. Um, lockdown, the full on lockdown happened, so it was staying at home. Um, I then had to go on furlough. Um, the homeschooling bit was hard, but it kind of kept me going. And then once my son went back to school, I was still home. Got a bit depressed because um, I wasn't getting out, which then I lost my motivation to work out. It was just do my work, stay home. And yeah, lost the motivation to be healthy. Um, junk food was my comfort. And then I started feeling really heavy in myself which then made me further more depressed and I kind of just had to reflect and go right what am I doing with myself I need to get out I need to exercise um it was hard trying to get in that mode but I'm there now eating healthier trying to exercise not doing as much as I should do or probably would have done prior to lockdown but I think you know something's better than nothing um 
So, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are feeling the same way. Um, but we've got to stick together and keep safe. Hello, it's Susie from Cowley. Well, what can I say? I think the best thing that I do to make myself feel better, it's not a difficult one, is basically dancing around the kitchen with my headphones on. Hi, my name's Benny and I'm from Greenford in West London. For the last four years, I've been going to the gym a couple of times a week religiously. I'm very passionate about going to the gym. In fact, people from my workplace who actually speak to me over the phone can tell um, if I've been gym or not because I'm far more positive when I've been gym and it's actually apparent over the phone. As a regular gym goer, I do set myself goals, as, pe as people do for their career. Um, as an example, my goal for 2020 was to bench press my body weight. As well as me not reaching my goals, I do miss the gym for other reasons. Um, I, I, I continue to train at home, but when I'm in the gym, my workouts are far more structured. I have my book where I log my exercises, how many reps I've done, um, what weight I've used and um, how I feel at the end of the workout. Um, any external factors which may have impacted my workout, etc. Um, also, more importantly, um, I've got a group of friends who I do boot camp with. Um, I really enjoy the social aspect of meeting them. Um, we all have our goals, they're different, but it's really encouraging to meet a set of like-minded people and have that positive energy around you. Um, it's just not the same um, doing boot camp at home or, or over Zoom or in the park because that positivity is just something which is far more effective in person. Hi, my name's Natasha and I'm from London. Um, I'm actually a fitness instructor, so the lockdown has um, affected my living as well um, and being able to earn a living, not to mention my own personal exercise. I've managed to still go out and uh, still go for a run, um, a little bit of body weight exercising, although not as much. For some reason, I can get a bit more motivated to run on my own with my tunes on. Um, and I have noticed that when I do go for a run, that um, it's really good for my mental state. So it really changes how I how I am mentally. Um, and the other thing I would say is, is uh, in the last few months when the gyms did open again after being closed for a time, I could just feel the difference. I really enjoyed going and I could feel the difference of being in an environment that's social, uh, just even seeing people around me. You know, I think we're social creatures and I definitely am. So, yeah, there have been challenges, but I've also found ways to keep exercising and keep myself mentally fit. You've been listening to Weishi Radio on 91.8 Hayes FM.